0: you could please pray the words, Come, Holy Spirit, with me three times. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, Creator of the universe, I ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit upon each person here gathered right now. Come, Holy Spirit. Please remove all distractions. Please remove all worries, all anxieties. And please give me the gift of tongues and please give them the gift of interpretation so that whatever is said may help them on their journey to become saints in Christ Jesus so that we all may grow in the gift and the virtue of humility. And I make this prayer in Jesus' name, amen. Last week, Father Jerry gave us all a challenge, and encouragement to pray and fast for the Lord to send us names of different men who are being called to be His priests from this parish. You don't have to raise your hands because I don't think we're all here at these masses as people are turned back. But did you do that? Did you make at least one prayer? Did you fast from at least one thing this past week? And ask the Lord for a name of a different man at this parish, and then give those names to Father Jerry. said, please send me emails, send me mail. He said, come to the office and let me know what those names are. And those names won't come easy because the evil one doesn't want these men to know that he's calling them. And our diocese has given us that mission. We have a mission. We have something we're aiming for. And you and I lose hope, we lose purpose when we don't have a mission, we don't have an end goal. And our goal is by the year 2025, to have 30 seminarians, that is 30 men in the pipeline, to be ordained priests. And I just want to break open the Word of God today as we look at this virtue of humility, which is clearly in the first reading from the book of Sirach, but also in our Gospel. You know, when I felt called to be a priest, and and we look at these readings, it wasn't this preaching that moved me to be a priest It's usually not that what calls men to be priests. As Jesus is going to dine with this leading Pharisee, the people were observing him carefully. And as I began to observe different priests carefully, it wasn't their preaching that made me want to be a priest. Their witness of what they did either to prepare for Mass or how they treated other people in service to the Gospel is what motivated me and made me think, I would love to be able to do that or be as close to that as possible. One thing that Father Jerry does that I always enjoy when I can celebrate Mass with him is he takes off his watch right before Mass starts. He keeps in the sacristy and he detaches, which is a gift of humility, he detaches from worldliness. You know, sometimes we find ourselves, well, maybe not you guys, but you know, like other people, maybe in like Appleton or like Green Bay, they look at their watch the whole time and they're like, come on, Father, let's go faster, faster, faster. But do we understand where we are at Mass, right? We should not care about time when we're here. We're with the God of the universe that you and I are created for, and He he loves you immensely. And to detach from earthly time and enter into the eternal sacrifice of the Lamb at Mass is such a beautiful thing. And I always enjoyed watching Father Jerry do that, so I did not put my watch on at Mass today. But also, another priest who really impacted my priesthood is Father Luke Strand. He's a graduate of UW Oshkosh, so I'm going to start harassing him and soliciting him for money soon as an alumni, right? But he's actually going to be installed as the rector of the seminary in the Archdiocese of Milwaukee today. And when he was in his second year of priesthood, I had the honor of living with him for a year as I discerned my own call to the priesthood. And again, it wasn't the, the, the readings, how he read the gospel, it just, just the way he impacted his people and, and to see behind the screen what a priest's life is like and to see him in all humility going and serving people who just lost a loved one and going anointing the sick and doing office work and doing all these things. And sometimes it'd be like noon. He'd be up since like 5 or 6 a.m., it'd be noon, and he'd just come plop on a chair and he would just say, praise the Lord. Just so grateful for this gift to serve. I never heard him complain about serving his people. It was such a beautiful witness to me. Also there'd be times where we'd have just luncheons with different people and the first thing Father Luke would do as soon as he finished his food is he would start looking around for different people. He could pick up their plates and serve them. And then he didn't say anything, but it was his witness that moved me. Also hearing his parishioners talk about him and how he celebrated the Mass. And that when he held up the body of Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, one gentleman said, if I could look at my wife the way that Father Luke looks at Jesus in the Eucharist, I would be the happiest husband in the world. And then in, his, in humility, Father Luke, sometimes he didn't remember his parishioners' names. You know, if you've been, I don't know if you've ever been a part of a conversation or with somebody and they don't say your name, and it's like clearly they don't know your name. But Father Luke would say, I, I'm, I'm so sorry, could you please remind me of your name? And then throughout the conversation, he'd be repeating it and repeating it and repeating it, and it just moved my heart to see his humility that he didn't have to act like he had it all figured out. I think that's like one of the curses I hear with my college students so often. I just got to figure it out, Father. I just got to figure it out. I'm like, do you know the gospel? Jesus was born into a pigsty. He was born into a mess in Bethlehem just because he knows that you and I are going to make messes sometimes. Our lives don't have to be all figured out. That's one of the biggest lies from the evil one. And Father Luke was very impacted by one of the beloved priests of Oshkosh, Father Marty Carr. And Father Marty Carr was often known as having such joy, but also he would just be a man who would be doing a simple thing and he would open doors for people as they came to the place to be or they came to his parish. In all humility, he began to humble himself so that the Lord would be exalted, so that he could lift up others. Our gospel says, you know, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. So if you're going to be prideful, and you're going to act like you have it all together, and you're going to play that game, faith isn't going to work for you. The beautiful thing about our faith, my friends, is that you you can be a total wreck, you can be a total mess, and the Lord's like, I accept you and I meet you there. I meet you in those places where you feel broken, you feel worn down, and I would love to lift you up, but you must humble yourself and place yourself in my hands. And there's no one more humble than our God, who took on our flesh. He placed himself below the angels, which really made the evil one angry. And as these, these witnesses of humility in the priesthood have gone before us, that means you and I have to get on mission. You know, so often you and I go to Mass, or maybe again, those people in Appleton or Green Bay, they go to Mass, and they don't even think about their homily afterwards, they don't even apply it. So I just want to give you some, some keys to help you pray and fast for vocations. And you can, yes, you can indeed fast for religious vocations for women. We need a lot of those. Those numbers are abysmal at how many women are answering the call to be Christ's bride. But also we're praying for holy vocations to, the, to marriage, too. So I just wanna give you three things in the acronym ABC. So hopefully we can remember that as we pray and fast for names. And again, I just wanna encourage you, it might take time for these names to come. You might pray and say, I'm getting nothing. And then weeks and months go by and you're still getting nothing, but don't quit my friends. The humble one perseveres. The humble one doesn't quit. And it might take time. And then you know who the Lord is calling. In the high school age range, and who the Lord is calling in the college age range. It's taken until my third year of being at the Newman Center until men have started to tell me they think they're thinking about being priests. So you must be patient. So what does A stand for in this ABC invitation I have for you all, as you help men discern the call to the priesthood? A is for adoration. The best evangelist that you and I have is Jesus Christ. And we are so blessed and so honored to have him in the tabernacle, but we can also come to the Adoration Chapel going and praying. And if you haven't picked up an hour for adoration, I really encourage you to do that. To spend time in the front of the person of Jesus and beg him, who in our parish is being called to be a priest? Give me names, Jesus. And wait in patience as you're in the presence of love itself. Most men who have felt called to be a priest, there's some encounter with the Lord, with with Him in the Eucharist. So A is for adoration, Eucharistic adoration. B is for the Blessed Mother. I don't know a priest that's holy and humble that doesn't have a devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary and a devotion to the Holy Rosary. Mary has a special love for her priest's And if Mary can raise Jesus, if she can give Jesus flesh, if she can remain with him at the foot of the cross in his suffering, she can definitely help us call more men and give us names of more men who are being called to be priests. And C is for confession. So often you and I say things like, I don't hear God speaking to me. I don't feel his presence and as these readings talk about the virtue of humility, humility, the humble seat, is found in the confessional, where you and I bring our mess before the Lord to these unworthy priests, and, the, and we, your sins are absolved. Where you are given a new start. And that's where you and I begin to hear the Word of God. We realize you and I are defined by God, nothing else defines us. God is our Father, and you are either a beloved son or a beloved daughter. That is your identity. And it's such an honor as a priest to absolve people of their sins, to give them encouragement, to help them fight the good fight of faith. And I firmly believe if we work on those three things, those names will come. You'll come to Father Jerry. You will give him names. Through your time in adoration, through your time with the Blessed Mother, and by frequenting the Sacrament of Confession, I'm very humbled by how often Father Jerry offers confession. I was yesterday after the 7:30 mass. I heard confessions for an hour and 15 minutes. Praise the Lord! But when it came time for the four o'clock mass, only two people came to confession. We had confessions from you have confessions 2:45 to 3:45 at St. Peter's. I was there this morning again from 7:45 until 8:20, and only two people came to confession. After this Mass, after every single ten thirty Mass, Father Jerry goes to the confessional. I'll take his place today to hear confessions. If we want to hear the voice of God, we must be aware of his infinite mercy. And one of the last things I want to share with you is the vulnerability, the humility of Father Jerry. As I was at his sister's funeral on Friday, he did an amazing job He kept it together pretty well. But as he exited the church, he wept. He wasn't so proud that he couldn't shed tears in front of the people that love him, in front of his brother priests that were there. He wasn't so proud. He was humble enough to weep and mourn and grieve. And I think it is in that that it's just a little invitation for us to pick up that cross of praying in front of the adoration, spend time with the Blessed Mother, and go to confession often. One thing I hear so often from people is, is, Father, where are priests? You know, people are willing to travel from Africa, from India to be priests here, but there are men right now that the Lord is calling. And if your life is a mess, He's probably calling you all the more. The Lord met me in my Mass when I felt called to be a priest. It was at Mass. And as the, as the Cardinal was celebrating Mass, the Archbishop, now Cardinal of New York, Cardinal Dolan, was celebrating Mass, as he held what I thought was a piece of bread my whole life, he said the words of institution. And when I heard the words, this is my body, I was blown away that our God is so humble that he make himself so small in the Blessed Sacrament, in the Holy Eucharist. I never felt more love in my life. I went to confession before that, and I felt that love. And it is such an honor to feed you with our humble God in the Holy Eucharist at every single Mass. Adoration, Blessed Mother, and confession. That's our mission. And you get those names, bring them to Father Jerry. I know know the Lord is gonna come through, but that means you and I have to obey And challenge ourselves to die to self so Christ can grow his vocations in this community. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.